Jesus Christ was crucified on Passover. He was buried on unleavened bread and resurrected on first fruits. Now, Passover, unleavened bread, and first fruits are Jewish feast days. It was Passion Week in Jerusalem when Jesus Christ fulfilled these first three Jewish feast days. Hi, everybody. I'm Jimmy DeYoung, and you need to understand the connection between the passion of Jesus Christ and prophecy. We have available for you a series entitled The Passion and Prophecy, a five-hour CD audio series that will help you look at the period of the Passion, the place of the Passion, the red heifer, and how Jesus Christ is a fulfillment of that particular Jewish ordinance. What about the Song of Songs? That's the Song of Solomon's, and the Jewish people believe that is the Holy of Holies in Scripture. And then I'll be talking about the Mount of Olives on this series. Would you like to hear an introduction to the Passion and Prophecy, this five-hour CD audio series? Well, if you would, just stay right there because we're going to play an introduction, and I'll be back to tell you how you can get your own personal copy of the Passion and Prophecy. Now here's the introduction. The theme of the Passion. Now, I have told this story many times, and maybe I've already told it here, but it so well illustrates what I want to discuss right now. Let me use it again. I do a lot of high school speaking. That doesn't mean I go and speak on subjects of uh, modern-day current events. I do touch on that, but I I, I speak about Jesus Christ. That's all I know how to do. And when I go into a high school, I always stand there and watch the kids walk in. And inevitably, some kid will come walking in and say, Jesus Christ, what's going on in here? And I watch where he sits down. And when he sits down, I get up and say, I pull out my Bible and say, folks, I'm going to speak from this book right here. And everybody goes, I say, I know you're not allowed to carry this book. You can carry a gun. You can carry a knife. You can carry drugs, but you can't carry this book in the school. But don't worry. I won't hurt anybody with it. I'm just going to speak from this. And then I'm going to speak about Jesus Christ. And I watch the principal have cardiac arrest as soon as I say that. And then I get up and I say, now, I don't see why you're so upset. Just a moment ago, and I point the guy out that watched it. That young man right back there walked in here and said, Jesus Christ, what's going on in here? Now, if he can talk about Jesus Christ in here, why can't I talk about Jesus Christ in here? I said, in fact, if you want to, you can go down to the boys' locker room, and it sounds like a revival meeting going on down there. Now, they're talking about Jesus Christ, not the way I do, but they're talking about Jesus Christ. Well, I was speaking in this high school and over in Buffalo, New York. I got finished speaking. Smart Alec Jr. They think they know everything. Came walking up to me. He said, hey, man, where'd you get the idea that Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead? I said, I got right here in the old B-I-B-L-E, buddy. He said, you mean you got that out of a book? I said, yeah. He said, oh, come on, man. He said, were you alive when Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead? I said, no, I wasn't. He said, oh, come on, man. He said, do you know anybody was alive when Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead? I said, no, I don't. He thought he had me, and I was kind of backing into a corner. Then I stepped out of the corner. I said, hey, man, let me ask you a question. He said, shoot. I felt like it, but I didn't have a gun. I said, "Uh, who was the first president of the United States? He said, George Washington was. I said, where'd you get that from, man? He said, it's in every textbook in this high school. I said, you mean you got that out of a book? He said, yeah. I said, oh, come on, man. I said, were you alive when George was president? He said, no. I said, oh, come on, man. Do you know anybody was alive when George was president? See what I was saying to him? 
I got more proof to prove that Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead than he has to prove that George Washington was the first president of the United States. Because, see, we changed history fore and aft by Jesus Christ. B.C. before Christ. A.D. after Christ. It's on every coin I have in my pocket. It's a testimony of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And it's important. It's the key. It's a theme that has such great importance. We must understand Christ resurrected from the dead. It's the bedrock, as I said, for our faith. We've got to grasp. We've got to understand that. Well, here's why it's important. Turn over to Philippians chapter 2 just for a second. Grab your seatbelts and let's take a little journey here just for a few moments. By the way, I need to borrow somebody's watch. Not that I'll ever look at it, but... Uh, it always makes everybody feel good when I have a watch up here. Okay. You got Philippians chapter 2? Philippians chapter 2. Let me tell you why the theme of the passion or the death, burial, and resurrection is so important. Philippians chapter 2 gives us a hint. Now, there are many verses that I could prove every single thing I'm going to talk about tonight. And I'm not going to take the time to expound upon all of them, but let's just look at a couple. Look here in Philippians 2 verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, look at here, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was, a, and was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man, look at here, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. You know what this is? You know what we're seeing here? You know what we have? We have that proof that proves he is who he said he is. And he can do what he said he would do. He said, I am the Son of God. You know why he told them he was going to die and resurrect before it happened? John chapter 13 says, I tell you this before it happens, or when it happens, you'll know I am who I said I am. The theme of the passion of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ is proof of who he said he is. It guarantees it. No other man has ever died and been buried and raised from the dead. I was uh, in Canada speaking at a high school, and all of a sudden this teacher stood up in the back. A teacher now, taking me on, a thousand kids out there. Teacher stood up, hey, Mr. DeYoung, what makes you think your philosophy, your ideology is the only way? Well, I say, name another ideology. Buddhism. I said, who's the savior of Buddhism? Buddha. I said, Buddha lived? He said, yeah. I said, so did Jesus. I said, the Buddha died? He said, yeah. I said, so did Jesus. I said, was Buddha buried? He said, yeah. And I said, so was Jesus. And then I said, did Buddha get up out of that grave and does he live today? He said, no. I said, Jesus did. <laughs> you know what? Those kids gave me a standing ovation. They weren't really for me. They were just against him, see? But what does it prove? The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ proves he was who he said he was. But you also know what it is? Look at Hebrews chapter 9 just for a second. Hebrews chapter 9. The book of Hebrews. Man, what an exciting book. Uh, I would love to teach Hebrews sometime. Hebrews chapter 9. Look at verses 11 and 12. Hebrews 9, 11 and 12. Not only is the theme of the death, burial, and resurrection the proof of who he said he is, 
but it's the provision for who we are. Who are we? Psalm. I was born in my mother's womb in sin. Conceived there. Psalm. I came forth as a baby out of my mother's womb, a liar. Nobody had to teach me how to lie. My mom and dad never sat down and said, Jimmy, here's how you tell a lie. I knew far sooner than they thought I'd ever know how to lie. Because I was born that way. I need provision for who I am. I've got the proof of who he is. I need provision for who I am. Here it's found, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 11. But Christ being come a high priest of good things to come by greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with the hands, that is to say, not with this building. By the way, that's what the book of Hebrews is talking about. Actually, 7, 8, 9, you know what it's dealing with? Oh, what a, in chapter 10, it's dealing with that which is greater. The tabernacle on earth, nothing compared to the heavenly tabernacle. The high priest that served in those tabernacles, nothing compared to the high priest, Jesus Christ. The sacrifice, look at what he says. Verse 12, neither by the blood of goats and calves have I been made perfect. Look, but by his own blood he entered in once unto the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. The theme of his death, burial, and resurrection. It's important because it proves he is who he said he is. It's important because it provides. It's a provision for you and me for who we are. But it's prophetic as well. It is prophetic. Look back to 1 Corinthians 15 just a second. 1 Corinthians 15, and let me show you something in verse 20. 1 Corinthians 15, 20. Let me just show you something here. 1 Corinthians 15, 20. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits. Underline that. It's a feast day of the Jewish people. He has become the first fruits of them that sleep or that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all died, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man in his own order, Christ the firstfruits, afterward, they that are Christ at his coming. It's not only proof of who he is, provision for who we are, but it's prophetic for what will come. Because he resurrected. You and I, one day, will resurrect. At the rapture of the church, or when he returns to take us out of the grave where we've already gone, in our body, not in soul and spirit, which will be in the heavenlies, they'll be joined together again. The theme is important. The Passion and Prophecy is the title of a series, a five-hour CD audio series that deals with the passion of Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection. Where did it happen? What day did it happen? How did it all come about? How does the red heifer play into that? What about the Mount of Olives? And what about the Song of Songs, which is a Bible book that is the Holy of Holies for the Jewish people? All of this, a part of this five-hour CD audio series, The Passion and Prophecy. It's available. You can go to our website, www www.prophecytoday.com. Go to the shopping mall and click on the Passion and Prophecy. We'll tell you how you can get your copy. Or you can call our toll-free number and order it from those who will be in the office responding to your call. That toll-free number, 8-PROPHECY-8, that's 877-674-3298. It's a toll-free number from all across America. 
Call right now and order your copy, the five-hour CD audio series of The Passion and Prophecy. And what you're going to come to realize is that we're quickly approaching the time when Jesus will shout to call us to be with him in the heavens. You know, that could happen at any moment. And having said that, nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until.